Welcome back, everybody. It is episode nine of Chris Robley's a podcast. We've got some good news. Uh, some of the stuff that I was talking about in the last episode has come to fruition way faster than I thought it was going to. And I'm excited to tell you guys about uh, what's going on in the world of Chris Robley comedy and uh, see what else is on my mind. So tune up that band. And I'll talk to you on the other side. Got a new band. Uh, the old one quit, so can't afford the orchestra. I got a guy on piano and a guy on bongos now. So that's, that's the opening. Not much I can do about it. You know, budget cuts and everything. I do the best I can with this podcast to entertain you guys, and my orchestra quit. So I'll pick up the pieces and see where we go from here. First thing I want to tell you is that I am booking my own comedy show May 19th at the Knights of Columbus in Charlestown. So this has been a long road to booking this show because I've been trying for months to try to find a venue that I could get hopefully for free or for like a small rental fee. Uh, a lot of these places wanted like $1,000 or $600 and uh, it just wasn't happening. I'm trying to put on a show for me and my friends, get a couple headliners and like make it a good show, but also give my friends an opportunity. And I need hosting experience. So I'm just trying to do this to get everyone experience, you know, like there's a bunch of shows being booked and uh, I just want to be part of that. I want to uh, get some people recognized so that they can get booked on the other shows. And I also uh, hit a home run with the feature and the headliner. Got Andrew Vickers featuring He's one of my favorite Boston comedians. I just think he's so funny. I relate to him so much uh, just as, you know, a local uh, weird guy. That's how, what I think I am. Uh, I don't think he's that weird. I just think, uh, you know, he's he's kind of like the typical kind of comedy guy. Uh, and I, I definitely relate to him a lot. I love his comedy. Can't wait to have him on the show. But the headliner is another one that's going to knock your socks off. It's Laura Severse, who has been killing it all over L.A. and Boston for the last couple of years. She's done everything. She's done absolutely everything you can do in the Boston scene. She's been a resident at the comedy studio. She's been uh, in the Boston Comedy Festival. She's... Uh, opened for Tim Dillon, I think the Wilbur, uh, she's just, she's the person. So I'm so excited. We have Severse and Vickers up at the top of the billing, but then we've also got Lloyd Legacy Sharp, the three Chris's, which is me, Chris Leadham and Chris Enright. We all had, uh, a class together a while ago and uh, I just thought it was right to, if I was going to book one Chris, I had to book all three Chris's and then 
rounding it out is uh, Julie Cameron. And I think I said Lloyd, right? Lloyd Legacy Sharp. Uh, but Julie Cameron, one of, one of my favorite uh, local up-and-coming comedians. She's at every single open mic you can ever go to. If you don't know Julie Cameron, you're not going to open mics. Uh, yeah, and that's it for the show. It's uh, May 19th. You can get tickets on Eventbrite. You can find the link on my Instagram at CJ Ribbles. And it's going to be an awesome show, guys. Tickets are $10 right now, early bird special. Uh, they're going to go up once those ones sell out. You can buy a table to be up front and uh, make sure you're all sitting together. And uh, that's it. Let's, let's just put on a show. And uh, I'll talk about some other stuff for now. So it's springtime in Boston, unofficially. I have said that St. Patrick's Day in Boston is when we start spring. Doesn't matter the temperature, the weather. Uh, we've had four feet of snow on April 1st, but March 17th, spring starts, baby. So it's getting nicer out. It's, it's uh, enjoyable. But the people of Boston are getting unruly. There was a Chris Rock show the other night, which was just a few days after uh, the Oscars incident. And people started screaming, fuck Will Smith, before the Chris Rock show. Like, what? No, don't fuck Will Smith. That's just stupid. Don't cheer that. Like, cheer Chris Rock, Chris Rock. You're not there to hate on someone. You're there to love the comedian that you love. I just don't get that. That's so stupid. Like, it's fun to chant Yankees suck when it's like a Red Sox versus Orioles game or something because both fan bases can get in on it. Uh, it's fun to hate on, you know, certain teams, but you can't hate on Will Smith like that. Like, yeah, he did something stupid and, you know, he's going to pay the repercussions. But as an audience at a Chris Rock comedy show, like, let it go. Just let it go. I will say one more thing on the Chris Rock, Will Smith situation. I know I said I wasn't going to say anything about it, and this is now the second episode I'm talking about it, but the silhouette of Will Smith, like, finishing his slap and Chris Rock, like, gaining his, trying to gain his balance is just so legendary. It's going to be, like, you could just make that a shadow and just, like, that could be like the logo for the Oscars from here on out. It'd be like Jerry West in the NBA, just Will Smith and Chris Rock slapping the shit out of each other in a, in a silhouette with uh, gold and black on the outside. I think it's a good move. They should do it. But here's, I'm really impressed with Chris Rock holding his ground, not falling at all. Will Smith's a strong dude and he, practices boxing he was muhammad ali i don't know if you ever heard of him but he's done legitimate boxing training and he's a very very fit strong dude that punch would have knocked a lot of people off their feet so good for chris rock man that's that's tough that's all i got to say on them i'm sorry 
wanted to do a TV corner this episode, but unfortunately, since I introduced winning time last week, uh, of course, we don't have HBO Max in my house anymore. Uh, we're currently reevaluating the streaming situation. I'm going to get it back. Just might take a couple days. Uh, so yeah, I can't watch Winning Time right now. That sucks. What sucks even more is I'm in the show Julia, about Julia Childs. Uh, as a background actor, I was in a couple of episodes. Anytime they go to a French restaurant, look for me in the background. I'm chain-smoking fake cigs. Uh, it's going to be pretty sweet. And uh, I'm not going to be able to watch that until we get it back. It premiered yesterday. So, well, this when I'm recording this, it's April 1st right now. It, it premiered on the 31st of March. Uh, I don't have any other shows to talk about. The Masked Singer, like I said last time, I'm not going to drag you guys into that, even though I got uh, one point along with Ken Jong last night, and I'm heading towards a Golden Year trophy. Cruising towards it, I would say. <clears throat> What the hell else is on TV? Nothing. Nothing good. Everything's streaming. It's so everything's so a la carte. It's just bullshit. I when I was a kid and we went from like ten channels to like seventy channels, it was just an impossible choice. And now there's thousands and millions and billions of places you can go for entertainment. How are we supposed to decide all this shit? And then we're supposed to decide what we pay $7 a month on. And we need to buy multiple of them. And honestly, I like when Netflix kicks me off their platform because I've been using my mom's account since high school because it was my account then, uh, but she paid for it. And she still has it. She uses it at her house sometimes. But... When they cancel me off of that subscription, I'm going to have my mom cancel hers because she doesn't use it enough. She'll just watch DVDs or something. She's still got it hooked, her DVD player hooked up or Blu-ray or whatever she is on. And uh, I'm not going to get my own Netflix account. First of all, the last thing that they had was the woman in the, the street across the hall from the... the uh, other person i think that was netflix and kristen bell's awesome i love her she's a great actress but that was just a ripoff of rear window with a simpsons twist if you've seen it who shot mr burns you understand what i'm talking about uh there's nothing good on netflix netflix sucks i'm done with netflix but hbo max is sweet i want it back i want to go watch winning time and find something else to watch too if you have any suggestions, please email me, chrisrobley at gmail.com, or just DM me on any social media, at Ribbles, and uh, I'd love to answer some questions, take some recommendations, and I want to watch stuff on YouTube, too. That's, that's the big thing. That, like, I don't know where to find the good stuff on YouTube, like, other than going straight to someone's page that you know of, or like something like hot ones or like it's something where they do specific things and bring people on. I just, I'm not good at finding random YouTube pages. I, 
I think I'm a little too elder millennial for that. Uh, maybe someone can help me. I'm about to talk about wrestling for 10 minutes. So if you're not interested, adios. I don't blame you. All right, it's come down to this. It was either I'm going to talk about WrestleMania in depth or I'm going to talk about video games. So I decided to go with the lesser of two evils for the audience because I don't think anyone wants to listen to me talk about my creative player uh, in MLB baseball, the show from last season, not this season, and why I play last season and not this season. So instead of getting into all of that, I'm going to talk about WrestleMania in depth. And like I said in the last episode, it is a two-night event. I'm going to just read through the matches, and I'm going to predict the winners. And then uh, this will be out the Monday following uh, WrestleMania. So you can see how I did. I'm going to check on uh, my results. I won't updated on the podcast because nobody will give a shit but maybe if you watched wrestlemania and you're listening to this right now maybe you can judge how my uh thoughts compared so let's see april 2nd is the first night of wrestlemania i don't know if these are in order or what but charlotte flair versus ronda rousey for the smackdown women's championship ronda rousey's winning that uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. I'm going to say Bianca's winning that. We're going to start the night off with back-to-back uh, title swaps for the women's division. I think uh, Ronda is just... You don't bring Ronda in and not put a championship on her. And then Becky and Bianca, I think, are going to wind up swapping titles for years to come. So... Just uh, keep that keep that train going while it's while it's here. Uh, Steve Austin appears on the KO show hosted by Kevin Owens. I think what's going to happen here is uh, Austin's going to come out and he's going to bring someone like Shawn Michaels or The Undertaker or someone else from Texas with him, and they're just going to beat down Kevin Owens, pour beer on him, and Kevin Owens is going to love it. Uh, Seth Rollins versus an opponent of Vince McMahon's choosing. Now, Seth has gone on Twitter and Instagram and posted a bunch of uh, clues about who that could be. And he hinted at like Cody Rhodes, hinted at... um, Bobby Lashley before Bobby Lashley came back, uh, some other injured people on the uh, WWE roster. But one that he never mentioned is Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. And Bray Wyatt kind of had his last uh, appearance or as the Fiend, and it was terrible hell in the cell against Seth Rollins. So if there's ever going to be someone to come back against Seth Rollins as a mystery opponent, I think it should be Bray Wyatt. Nobody's saying that, so heard it here first. And Well, unless it happened.
Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso versus Shinsuke and Rick Boogs for the SmackDown titles. I'm going to say, uh, let's go with Rick Boogs and Shinsuke because they are pretty sweet. And I like Rick Boogs. Logan Paul and The Miz versus Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. The Mysterios need this win. Um, the Miz can absorb any loss ever, and uh, Logan Paul doesn't need to ever win. Even if he joins the WWE full-time, he can be like The Miz and just constantly lose, but constantly just act like he's the best. And uh, I think the Mysterios, this would be a great win. Have them celebrate together at WrestleMania. Maybe next year, Dominic has his own match, and uh, this is the only time that they get to do this. So, I like that match. I think it's going to be entertaining. I love how much people hate Logan Paul. That's exactly what you want in wrestling. And uh, if anyone can make a new guy look great, it's Rey Mysterio. So, yeah, that's just going to be great. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin in the stupidest match of the whole weekend. Let's say Drew McIntyre, because like two years ago, he was the WWE champion. Uh, Kofi Kingston and King Woods versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. This has to be the New Day. Like, if the New Day doesn't beat Sheamus and Ridge, then I'll be upset. Who knows? Could go the other way. Now we're getting into night two, Sunday, April 3rd. Uh, WWE Universal Championship match and WWE championship match. It's a unification of the two titles, which they only split like four years ago. So the universal title, I think I could probably name all the champions right off the, off my head. There's like five of them. Uh, but anyways, Roman Reigns versus block Brock Lesnar. Winner take all. It's got to be Roman Reigns. I really wish it wasn't. I really want Brock Lesnar to win this one. Uh, it's funny how two years ago Brock Lesnar was my least favorite uh, wrestler because he was just never there and he just had the championship but never wrestled on TV. And uh, yeah, just didn't like that. But he's a totally new character now. He's basically like, Steve Austin, but like fun, fun cowboy Steve Austin as Brock Lesnar. And it's just, it's a good character. Next up, we got Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle versus the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins versus Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis for the Raw Tag Titles. Something tells me there's going to be a fourth tag team added to this. That team will probably win. In the meantime, I'm going to go with the Street Profits because they are the heels in this uh, more so than Alpha Academy. RK Bro is clearly the faces. Uh, I'm going to go Street Profits because the bad guy is more of a story when they're a champion and you have multiple good guys chasing the bad guy for the title. So I think... We're going to start with the bad guys holding the titles going into the next year. 
Uh, next match, Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler and Natalya in a four-way for the WWE Women's Tag Titles. I'm not going to even hesitate. It's Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. I would like to see Sasha and Naomi get it, but they don't need it. They both have had championships and have had runs and can have runs without a championship, and they can be the next contenders or whatever. Uh, Zelina and Carmella have really lost their shine. Shayna and Natalia, I kind of like it. I like their their tag team. Uh, they can be competitors, but uh, yeah, Rhea, Ripley, and Liv Morgan, like they need this. They need this tag run um, in a bad way. I think Liv Morgan means it more than Rhea, but uh, Rhea could use some some momentum. Next up, we got Edge versus AJ Styles. If AJ Styles does not win, I don't get why we're having Edge do matches. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn in an anything goes match. <sighs> you always want to go with the wrestler on this, but let's go Johnny Knoxville. Uh, anything goes, man. That guy does anything. That could mean, dude, if Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville are sitting down dreaming up WrestleMania level punishment for Sami Zayn, I think Johnny Knoxville could actually win that match. Next, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Omos wins that. They're building him up to be the ultimate monster. And then here's going to be one of the most entertaining fallouts from a match because Pat McAfee is one of the announcers on SmackDown. So Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Uh, we're going to be hearing about this on the announce table for months. And uh, I think Austin Theory is going to win. And there's going to be some tomfoolery involved. Uh, Vince McMahon might send down someone else to help out. Maybe that person is Cody Rhodes. Uh, maybe something else. I don't know. That's it. That's WrestleMania right there. So if you watched, look up uh, how I did. And if you didn't watch, which I guarantee you didn't, um. Yeah, maybe next year. That's all the wrestling I'm going to do. I'm not going to do it for like every week or pay-per-view or anything. This is just the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. So I had to. I'm sorry, I had to. Uh, 